Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, soap fans and true believers. I hope you tuned in to watch the story of soaps this week on ABC. And if you didn't, catch it on Hulu or ABC.com for free, as it's a great look at the history and influence of soap operas through the years. So you'll see some familiar faces and want to punch a few more. But overall, it's a great special. And some big news for daytime on the heels of that primetime special on ABC. CBS has announced it will air the daytime Emmys in primetime at 8 p.m. June 26. So sorry, Andy. I guess soaps aren't dead. Speaking of, looks like The Bold and the Beautiful will continue for at least two more seasons as it's renewed for its 34th and 35th season this week. CBS appears to be showing their investment in daytime, which is refreshing. There is a reason CBS has been number one in daytime for over 30 years. They appreciate their shows and the audience. But ABC is stepping in the right direction with a special like The Story of Soaps that hopefully renewed interest in the lost but not forgotten soaps, All My Children, and One Life to Live, as Susan Lucci and Erica Slazy, Erica Kane, and Victoria Lord, respectively, were heavily featured in the special. Could they be looking to make a comeback? All My Children and One Life to Live have been heavily rumored to be on the reboot list, and it's not all just wishful thinking. With the success of revivals like Will and Grace, as well as the ability to binge-watch with online streaming, giving many fans a chance to watch their favorite old shows over and over again, why not their favorite soaps? Whether it be the archives of these shows popping up on your favorite streaming service, or a potential reboot featuring your favorite soap stars of the past, I'm not psychic, but I do see one or both of these things coming true or at least announced within the air. But to tide us over, Entertainment Weekly announced that All My Children will be part of their United at Home series. It will be a week-long celebration of the show from May 26th to 29th, and it's all for a good cause, with proceeds going to Feeding America. If you'd like to donate, go to EW.com slash All My Children Reboot. Stars like Lelucci, of course, and Kelly Ripa and Mark Consuelos, Josh Duhamel with Rebecca Budding. Oh my god. And even Billy Miller will be dropping in, as well as many more fan favorites. The five-part series runs Tuesday, May 26th to Friday, May 29th, with new live episodes dropping every day at 10 a.m. Eastern and 2 on Friday. The first episode will feature Kelly and Mark, Ava LaRue, and Sydney Penny. It will be available to stream on EW.com and PeopleTV.com. They had previously done this with another one of my favorite shows, Chuck. So if you want, you can catch that on there as well. And if you haven't seen Chuck, you should definitely watch it. It's a cute show that's a good hour-long dramedy, kind of like Psych was. It's just kind of fun, but it features spies, and you'll see some familiar soap faces and cop faces. I don't understand that reference. Oh, sorry. Uh, that was Cassiel. So if you hadn't watched the show or Supernatural for that one, you might not get the cop face reference, but enjoy it. As I say, if you like General Hospital, the show's definitely for you with all the spies. And it's on Amazon Prime now, so binge it while you can. As uh, speaking of General Hospital, today is the last new General Hospital for a while until they can get back to work again. That's crazy to think we only have new days for the foreseeable future. 
But all is not lost. General Hospital will be doing three weeks of nurses ball. And who knows what other choices they have coming up as the possibilities are endless. And if their ratings for Y&R and B&B are any indicator, fans love these classics. So we will hang in there until they can all work again. But for now, you can listen to the second half of my chat with Susan Eisenberg as we fangirl out about the soaps of then and now. No, not really. Like, that's one, though, because I saw Kevin Bacon posted a picture of Kira Sedwick when she started yeah. on there, and I'm like, that's something I want to go back and watch. Same thing with, like, Loving in the City. Like, I saw them a little bit because they were, like, the ABC, but it was just yeah. there's too many, and, you know, they didn't last as long as so you don't have as many memories with them. But, yeah, and that's what maybe they could do, is I know things like Pluto TV have, like, you know, streaming of random shows. Why don't we get all those on there so people can enjoy them now right like yeah. the soap network yeah it was have, like yeah. all the classics and is is general hospital like are they because i know that young and the restless is doing classic you know soaps from classic eras um you know with vicky and and victor and nikki and things like yeah. that is, and that's been is great general hospital Right, and people love it, love it, love it, love it. Is General Hospital going to do that? Where they, they're going to show things from back in the day, from, you know, Stone and oh, yeah. and Brenda. I mean, that, like, oh, the fans would go nuts to see all that again. Um, I hope they do that, because that would really be wonderful. And that's what everyone's been asking for, because, like, with Y&R, I wasn't watching back then, and some of them were even before I was even born, so it's great to right. watch those, and I'm like, and what's cool, too, is that how many of those people are still on the show, the characters, yes. the actors, and it's fun to watch that. And a lot of people have maybe said with ABC, they've, they went back this last week to the last one with AJ when, when they had all the different Carlys. That's as far back as they've gone, and I think that was like 2014. So it's like, guys, if people are clamoring for this, I mean, yes, we don't have everyone still on there, and that may be a little weird, but how about maybe the Asian Quarter storyline with Anna, since that does tie to Brad, and we all want to see Brad in the Brits back sorry i know that they're they're newer characters but they're fun and that would be cool but a lot of people are afraid that maybe they don't want to show it to get people's hopes up but maybe now cbs's ratings have been better showing these reruns i think cbs has been you know young and restless has been number one forever because they they have you know they messed with the formula just a little bit a little while ago and they corrected you know they corrected their course and um, but that was such a lesson because they did mess with the formula. They they you know they went out of their lane and it was such a mistake and they recognized it and they fixed it. And you know I think that there's 
we're, it, what I know about soap fans, what I know about myself is that we are driven by nostalgia. Yeah. We love it. You know, we love going back to the days of the Claire Labines and, you know, when, when the soaps really felt like stories and, there's nothing that makes you feel more connected to that than watching those old shows. And we can watch them on YouTube, but it's not the same. It's not the same. And what a gift to the fans. And yes, the castings have changed or people are no longer there. or They killed off that character, but I, we already know what the present is and we're already here for it. So give us a gift and show us from back in the day and let us revel in what used to be. I mean, I just think that's, that's a gift to the fans, don't you? Yeah, I mean, I completely agree. And I do kind of hope that General Hospital takes this time to kind of really step back and listen to what people are saying because it, it has so much potential. I try not to complain too much because it's honestly been much better. And we're getting the use of characters we actually care about and we're finally getting more. So I don't want to complain too much. But there was a great tweet the other day that the only one getting banged is that tree by Soap Jen. And I'm like, you're so right. I mean, let Let's get back to the romance. Let's show some of these classic episodes. These are small things. Like, and we're utilizing veterans more and we're getting more into the more interesting people like Nicholas and Ava and Franco and Elizabeth, like that sort of stuff. But let's just kind of keep going that direction and maybe these things that aren't working fall off. Because like you say, if we get these flashbacks, this will kind of show people what this show can do with some of this stuff. Absolutely. Now, what this whole thing with Nina and um, Nell, do you think that the writers always believed that Nell would be the daughter? I, I honestly don't, but it surprised me because when I talked to Chloe Lanier back when it was revealed she was Frank Benson's daughter, we uh-huh. all thought that that came out of left field and that maybe it wasn't the original plan because of the way it was set up, but she told us that it was. Like, that, that that was from the beginning. So I do wonder if maybe this has been planned since Nell came back. Like, and, but to me, that's almost more interesting. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, because they were really setting it up to be um, the teacher. Yeah, uh, Willow. Willow, they yeah. were really setting, but you know, Willow and her mother actually are believable as mother-daughter. I mean, yeah. Look, you know, they have the same coloring and it really is, I mean, uh, Nina and Willow don't, I mean, they don't seem connected in that regard, but it seemed like they were going in that direction for a long time, and then they were like, ah, and they changed, and now it's Nell, and I I think Nell is a great villain, yeah. but I wish she had some heart, so that I hope they're, de- I think they're developing that now, more for her, with the Nina storyline, and I think that's a really great way to go, because otherwise she's just, I mean, you, you didn't, you probably don't know Cynthia Watros from Guiding Light. When she was on that show as Annie, she was a psycho. Oh, because well, she plays a good psycho. Because, like, I've seen Cynthia in so many things, like uh, Drew Carey, Titus, like, right. funny stuff. Like, so I, I'm all for, like, her as Nina. Even though I love Michelle, I think they both have a different take. And it's working with what they're doing. And I feel like now that they've kind of put Nina on Nell's side, I think this is better for both characters. Because I do feel like it will soften Nell. And that's why I kind of think the whole Willow thing, that may have been what they thought back when Michelle was Nina, but I feel like they decided to go a completely different direction with both characters, which I almost feel like they're setting up Nell to get a little bit better and for Willow to fall a little bit. 
Yeah, and, um, you know, there was so much friction between Nell and Nina. I mean, I'm sorry, between um, Willow and Nina. Yeah, it almost set it up. Yeah. yeah, and it was just like, okay, there's something. They obviously are going to be related, you know, just in that yeah. soap way, you know. Um, so I think they did switch gears on that, and I'm, I'm so happy with that. And seeing Michelle, um, not Michelle, seeing Cynthia and Carly, Laura together because oh, yeah. again back in the day they were on Guiding Light together and when they were like very young I mean they must have been in their 20s when they were on Guiding Light together and seeing them share scenes like yesterday um you know you think about their history just like I said earlier with me you know with with Laura and Todd not, yeah Roger uh, <laughs> Roger because like they've known each other for so many years and those scenes seem so much richer because of that because of the history these actors have together uh it's like when you see any of the vets they oh they yeah back so long they're so far with each other and and there's just such a comfort level you know playing those scenes so um yeah but I was I just was curious as what you thought about the whole Nell being Nina's daughter thing because I it didn't feel like it had been at the start that that was what they were going to do yeah yeah I think so I think that was something that they came up with later because it almost like I feel like initially when it was Kristen Alderson as Kiki and Michelle as Nina because they did look a lot alike I almost feel like they were going to set up Kiki being Nina's daughter and and it feels like they've kind of pulled this out several times like who is going to be Nina's kid because like and Carly was just so cruel yesterday but this is what I love about Laura right is Carly is a character again that you should hate she is the most narcissistic hypocritical like worst person in the world like type who doesn't see her own faults to a degree unless she's with Jason and she's the one woman he makes better but it's like she does it so well and I've loved all the Carly's Sarah Joy Brown Tamara Braun her but Laura to me has become Carly and and I'm just here for it because again I want to strangle her but I love her so much and so yeah to hear about the history between the two of them and especially if Nell is her daughter we'll probably get more of that so that should bring in people as well yeah and yeah. listen I'm a huge Laura right then I think she you know I, you know they have such amazing women on that show uh, Nancy Lee Grant oh I, yeah I love 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 her I mean they're just such heavy hitters and you know, I just, um, I'm not crazy about the uh, Jax and Nina pairing. Me not, neither. Not really thinking there's a lot of chemistry there. Like there was with Michelle, uh, just in that brief couple of yeah. weeks they had together, even just looking at each other, you felt the chemistry, but not really feeling it. You know, the actors are, are both wonderful, but I just don't feel any, you know, any chemistry there. Yeah, and I'm glad, this is why I'm glad other people agree with this, because I always assume it's just like, I'm very biased, because I think Valentin's adorable, and I think they did him wrong. Yes, I get he lied, but he does things sort of out of the goodness of his heart. I kind of like that. Wait, but why did he push Ava off the parapet? That was was his one bad thing that I'm like, okay, that was not (laughs) cool, like, but it was, it was funny. She's fine, and because even, and, and I like... (laughs) <laughs> she's fine she's and fine. Ava's my what favorite character but I'm like I know he's not gonna kill her but yeah <laughs> I loved Michael in those scenes when he's just like I don't do that <laughs> that was great no Michael yeah. listen Michael Michael come on who's better than Michael I mean mm. 
amazing. So, yeah, I mean, I I, I like Valentin a lot, oh. and I think he and Nina have both the Ninas. I think oh, yeah. So much chemistry. Um, I just, you know, it's like, when do they switch gears? Like, when do they do, I'd be so curious, like, what goes on in the room where they're like, okay, so they're not really clicking as a couple. Let's switch gears, and let's go in a different direction. Um, Cause it you know, because it almost seems like they're putting Nina and Valentin back together, and this yes. was sort of the transition, because it was, you could almost tell when he talked to her, it went back to him, and now, like, Jax is sort of on the outs, but to me, Jax's return, he's not been that rootable, in my opinion, in a lot of no. ways, and I'm like, okay, no. what, what's this about, but... I always assume it's I'm biased. <laughs> well, and also, like, you know, we need him. He doesn't have chemistry with all, like, with every actress he plays with. And so use the chemistry he does have, and I think he has it with Carly, with yeah, Laura. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're great. And you know what? Laura and Maurice, I love them dearly, but there is nothing in that marriage. No. And <laughs> I don't understand why we watched... That long pregnancy with Donna, never to see Donna. I called I, her I the pickled Lila of babies. <laughs> like, was, why did yeah. we need this? <laughs> why did we need that? And, you know, you say, the thing is, I agree with you, and I applaud you trying to stay positive. And I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a big believer in that. And if somebody hits it out of the park, whether it's a writer or producer or actor, I'm going to be the first one to say you hit Yay. it out of the park. But there's so much not working right now, and it's frustrating as a long-term fan. I mean, I'm, I've am i been watching, you know, for 40, 40 years, uh, literally 40 years, and, like, I know my show, yeah. <laughs> you know, and it's... Uh, Again, I don't think it's that complicated to do it well and to do it right. So it, it makes me angry when, or frustrated, I should say, when it's not done well. And I just think Sonny and Carly, like... you, Yeah, have they don't have the same chemistry he did with... Tam to me, him and Tamara Braun had the best chemistry out of the Carlys. I thought Sarah okay. had way better chemistry with Sean Kanan and uh, Steve Burton. Oh, Steve yeah. Burton. And what are we doing with Steve Burton? Like, what? Are, you know, what is the Sam-Steve story? I don't he, get it. Um, I'm not, a, you know, I loved him with Elizabeth, frankly. I thought he had... Oh, I'm sorry. I'm anti that. I'm like, why, why do people want to ruin Elizabeth? Like, no, <laughs> I don't want Elizabeth to go back. But oh, yeah. Elizabeth was painting and she was... Yeah, like, that was done well oh, but that was so good but they whenever he came together yeah but after that they just didn't like to me when they tried to put them back together each time it just made elizabeth look bad and i was like i want to like elizabeth but with this jason stuff Ugh. i know no and, and but just do something with yeah. jason like what is yeah. it just sonny's henchman like there's no you know and, and the, the mechanic i'm not not, you know, I hope that's going to be something and they use Molly because we saw Molly and TJ and that whole, um, you know, yeah. uh, like wh where's they, where's their romance been? Like there is soap Jen. I follow soap Jen yeah. and, and I agree with her. And I just think like, where is our romance? Where is the sexy? And again, yeah. I don't need, we like, have Nicholas you know, back and he's not had sex yet. What is wrong with oh you? My God. It's been almost I mean, a year. <laughs> exactly. And look at that face. Look at that. Yeah, he when he makes like, those sad on. eyes, like, feel bad for me, it's like, yeah, I mean. <laughs> I'm in. Like, you have me. And, like, same with Chase. Like, he, oh, you know, yeah. I mean, Chase is, I think Chase was a great hire for General Hospital. Mark Teschner, well yeah, done. Yeah, he's so good. I, I just, so good. And he's, he's he has chemistry, like you say, with, the, with John, John. 
Michael Easton yeah. and you know it's it's anyway I mean seriously I could have this conversation what's scary about me is I could talk to you until six o'clock tonight <laughs> I mean all I need is coffee break and a bathroom break and I'm good to talk I mean it's, it's scary <laughs> I know we're gonna have to do like this on a semi-regular basis then because I'm just so glad because like you like I say I try to be positive but the things that I'm like we look this would make it better I'm complaining with the solution that's to yes. be positive yeah and the, that is like, a brilliant yeah. point that's a brilliant point yeah. because I think when people say like, "Well, that yeah. stinks," okay, yeah, that's not okay, helpful. Smarty pants. Yeah, well, how what do you do? It? And um, you know, I think that you know, it's. I'm going to say it again. I don't. I don't think the fixes are so complicated that they're not right there to do. And uh, I just hope that we can hold on to these shows while we're going through all of this. You know, I hope we can just resume life. It, you know, for all these casts and the shows and the schedules and all of that, it's going to be, it's going to be weird to see what happens next with all of this. Yeah. And that's just what I wonder is how much of it really will affect daytime in the way that it's done. Cause we're wanting more romance, but that could be a potential problem depending on what sort of standards they set. But at the same time, some of these things don't necessarily involve people touching each other that they could fix. <laughs> Right. No, that's true. That's true. But like somebody was saying the other day, they, they, on one of the podcasts I listened to, they were saying, well, what about doing, using Zoom? And it's like, what? what? You can't, ha you have to have them in the same room at least. Yeah. And, I mean, trying to figure out how do we do this? How do you move forward in this? And, um, you know, there's such creativity out there and the God knows the theater community has done so much with Broadway and, you know, Broadway cares and all yeah. that, and, you know, and, doing these wonderful concerts. Um, it's a little different with with the soap actors because you really, you know, you need the occasional bed scene and you need the kissing and uh, the fighting in the same room. But, but, you know, God, I hope people figure out ways to bring this all back and, and bring us back our stories. Yeah, because, I mean, luckily for us, General Hospital, one thing I will definitely give them that was brilliant was to add those flashbacks in to yes, elongate the yes. new episodes. Like, and, and I like that each soap sort of has its own way of sort of keeping going. I mean, Days was luckily so far ahead. But, right. yeah, I mean, it, it'll be different, but hopefully not too much, because as we say, we want nostalgia. We're we're dying for it. <laughs> yeah, we love it. I mean, and, you know, that's the thing. Like, they have us. You know, I'm not going yeah. anywhere. No. So why not make me happy? <laughs> I mean, I've been there for 40 years, and I'll support you no matter what, but I'd rather support you and look forward to watching rather than, like, having to fast forward through the same conversation that just is cut up in 16 edits, but it's the whole show. You know, I, I just really miss longer takes. I really, um, you know, you, you miss that they don't get a rehearsal sometimes because you can see it. You can yeah. see that they didn't get to rehearse. And, and uh, you know, it's, um, I'll tell you, when, when it's done right, there's nothing better. You know, in terms of storytelling, there's just nothing better than watching your favorite actors tell a brilliant story. And, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's like it, it's it's uh, it's been around forever and it'll always be around in one form or another. And, you know, I um, I'm just glad I had somebody to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Like I said, like we should definitely do this because this was probably one of my favorite episodes I've done so far of this one is us just going back and forth reminiscing and there were even like notes I made to go back to and I'm like, oh, well, I missed. I was like, oh, I was enamored with this other thing and I bounce around. But yeah, like, like we'll definitely have to do this again because when you brought up Dark Shadows, I can do, I even joked about doing an entire Dark Shadows podcast because I grew up with my dad had all of them on tape. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I was so scared of it. And at the same time, I, I loved it. And, you know, I, like I said, I have three older sisters. So I grew up with, you know, Agnes Nixon and all yeah. my children, Erica Kane early, early, mm-hmm. early on and the Vietnam War, um, you know, because it was on in the 70s. And I certainly came of age in the 70s. You know, I was, yeah. that was like my decade. And I just, you know, all those wonderful stories, too, with, like, Mona and Erica. You know, people, I miss those. The mother-daughter, you know, on Another World, um, Rachel and her mother. And there were just, I miss that so much. And I think when you kill off these characters, you lose that. You can't go yeah. back ever. You know, so I love it when Carly, even though they, they don't look like mother and daughter, when Bobby is on, yeah, and um, Jackie Zeman gets to be Bobby and like gets to be really mischievous, and you get to see that old feeling of Bobby. Like, there's just nothing better than that, you know. We we need more of that stuff. Um, you know, when she's plotting with Carly to do something, like with Nell. Oh yeah, like Nell, when I, yeah, that was good because it brought Monica in too. Yeah, yeah. it's brilliant. I mean, I love it. And watching any scene with Steve and and Monica. Oh, yeah. Um, with Leslie. I really just, miss you know, Billy Miller and Leslie, though, because, like, I actually really liked Drew, and I like Billy Miller a lot as an actor, and uh, his chemistry with Roger was off the top. I mean, as much as I joke about Chase and Michael being the slash ship, it's like, they're no brew. <laughs> oh, God. They, they were... No, they, that was a beautifully, yeah. a beautifully told story and about the abuse and, yeah. and all of that. I... I never will understand how they had Billy Miller and Tamara Braun and they never, ever gave them a sex scene. Like, yeah. see, that's where General Hospital makes me so angry because what are you doing? You have them away. They're both grieving their son. You're not going to have them sleep together to fall into bed. No, you she tried know, to like, rape him instead. Right. <laughs> yeah, like, it, you know, like, it, it just, yeah. right. And that was a terrible plot. Point. Oh, yeah. And, and Tamara Braun, like, it yeah. wasn't believable for one second that she would do something like that. No. So it, it's it's yeah. What they did okay. to Kim Nero was just like a crime, and and I actually really liked her with Julian because they finally got him out of Alexis's orbit and him being a better guy. Because I like William DeFry, but Julian's one of those characters that you don't know what to do with. No, you yeah. don't. And I thought that's why it was great when Bridge came back. Oh yeah, that was a good that. pairing. Like, how fun was that? To yeah. be like, I love it when random characters, I remember this on Guiding Light with Philip Spaulding and Crystal Chappelle, um, you know, like they were at a bar one night and they weren't in each other's orbit and they're at a bar one night and they, they just, they hook up and it was so fun. It, it's like when they have, when soaps do like, what if these two characters got together or what if this character played that, you know, that actor played this character for the, for a day. It's so fun to see the people you know interact with different characters that they don't usually interact with. I love it when they shake it up like that. It's yeah. And, and so with Rich and Julian, it was like it was like a breath of fresh air. I was like, okay, these that's bringing. And why do we have to watch 
why can't we watch Nancy Lee Grom and The Shrink? Oh, yeah, he's hot. They did good. They did Mark Teshner. Thank you. Yeah, yeah Mark Teshner casts so well because I love oh. Joe Flanagan as Neil. And my only complaint is let's have more. Like you say, it's like let's have more of Neil. It sucks now both he and Alexis are out of their jobs because Julian can't keep his mouth shut. But at least we've got the Davis girls scenes this week because yeah. that's, that was great. Yeah, they, they were pretty good. And I love Christina. She's now my, my new love fave it. for all the stuff she was saying to Sam because love it. Yeah, Sam's a character I always had a very much like disdain for and I love Kelly Monaco she's so great and she looks better these days than, than she has in a while like yeah I don't know what she's doing maybe using Skin Nation but yeah I was like <laughs> <laughs> no she's listen I yeah. loved it yesterday because it was spunky and it was just like brought some fire to the story um, instead of just like these very very quiet conversations and that's one of my beefs with Neil and uh, um, Nancy is yeah. that like, how many awkward conversations can we listen to with these two? Like, they're adorable. They're sexy together. Let's play it. Like, let's have fun with their romance. Where's their budding romance? Where's their budding relationship? You don't see any of that. It's just the same awkward conversation we had from the very beginning. And it's it's driving me a little bananas, i got to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like some things, it's like, okay, then let them get together. Now they have the, you know, Julian even said that. It's like, yeah, you know, just just go do it. Like, what are you waiting for? Didn't you think they made a mistake with Julian when he when he got so evil with, yeah. um, but, I thought with a knife to her throat? I just thought that was such a mistake. Well, and to me, it's just like they, they tend to do this with characters, is they write them in a corner when they're afraid they're going to leave, but when then they don't and they re-sign... It's like, okay, well, now we got to dig you out of it. So that's why they brought his sister back, like the other one, Olivia. And it was like, okay, so we can blame this all on her. But a lot of people still just aren't, like, in for Julian Alexis after all that. Because it is hard to forgive and forget, like, when it's still that fresh. And it was just such, I mean, but again, and Laura married Luke and he raped her. So I don't know. General Hospital is like, okay. like (laughs) I know, but that was so many years ago. Yeah. And I was like, if they had to do it over again, I don't think they ever, ever would do do a rape. And, you know, you just, it's such a mistake to go that extreme with a character who hadn't been that extreme. No. You know, you just, there is no coming back from it. And every time you watch, I love him. You know, I think they have incredible, Alexis and and Julian have beautiful chemistry. But it's, it's always, you know, there's always that, that violence hanging over it now. And um, I think they, they messed that up. So like, great that Neil's there and let's get a triangle going with something, but let's get something going rather than just another conversation about their relationship rather than actually seeing the relationship. Well, and that's where they messed up with Nina and Jax too. It's like, it wasn't romantic at all. It was talking about lawyers and lawyers and lawyers. And it's like, guys, this was pre virus. So like, I don't see why you're not making out. (laughs) Right. And, and also like, you know, I thought it was great when she left the wedding, you know, when she left her wedding and, and he, she escaped to J- with Jax, and it was like you know, it was very soapy. It was very yeah. Brenda leaving, and yeah, that was it done was great, well. done so well. But then, like, they didn't build that relationship well, and then they're having sex, and then and 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 then they're in a relationship, and uh, it it you just didn't see the steps to it. You didn't see, you know, the moments, the 
the, you know, the, the beats, if you will. And I miss those beats for that relationship. I don't think it's the chemistry's there to begin with, but I think it could have been played a lot better. But now we're here and, uh, and now I'm just, you know, hoping for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so, okay, so we're pretty good about general, we're, we need more Ned, we need yeah. more oh, yeah. Olivia, we need Olivia. Yeah, I love Ned like, and Olivia, and I love, I love that her. their relationship is sort of the matriarch and patriarch of the quartermains right. now. I feel like that works. That works, yeah. and having Tracy back, which obviously yeah. you're not going to get Tracy back, because Jane isn't going to come back. On no, she's basis. like, I'm good. <laughs> right, but, but God, when she was back, wasn't it yeah. just like, oh, this is what I'm... I miss like you know yeah I love Tracy Quartermain and I loved her and Luke together I feel I was very glad that they wrote them off as a couple because that was just like Jeannie and John work so well as Laura and Kevin now there's that young relationship like or like Liz and Lucky whatever era you like now I wouldn't want them back together just like I wouldn't want Luke and Laura back together that that was what it was but now this is the adult relationship and why don't we see more of Kevin and, and Laura? And why do we have so much about the commissioner? Like, I feel like she's kind of taken over the show. And I, I, I like her very much. And I think she's talented and beautiful. And she's got a voice that doesn't quit. Her voice is, I can't think of the actress's name right now. It's Brianna. Um, like, I'm trying to think. Because I loved Vanessa Antoine as Jordan. But then they didn't give her the material that Brianna's getting now. And it's almost frustrating. Because you're like, Brianna's good. But, like, Vanessa just had a different element that, that made Jordan a little bit more likable. But, like I say, it's great to have, like, a woman commissioner in this character. But with TJ, maybe we should have seen more of him before all of this. Same thing, seen oh, more God. of him with there's Molly no in- before all of this. Yeah. Right, and there's no investment. Like, you just yeah. don't... There's been no time for them on screen. So the proposal meant nothing because you yeah. didn't see them. And that whole conflict meant nothing because we hadn't seen them in forever. And then you get TJ at the forefront of a story that there's no real investment in him as a character. So, you know, I, I hope this triangle with Molly is good, you know. Because yeah, because at least we're getting her and Brando. And it, yeah. to me, that's given us a reason to like Brando. Because usually when people get too pigeonholed and the Jason, Sonny, Carly... I'm just tuned out. I'm just like, whatever. When they put him with the Davis girls, it's like, okay, okay, now I can go with this. Let's see where we're right. going. And just, are we done with Dev? Do we, are we, are we done with that whole, like, the I think he's coming I, back, but is what okay. I've seen. It, but it's weird, because apparently they wrote him out, and then they brought him back. But the whole Brando-Dev stuff is kind of silly. Just as much as I loved the flashbacks with Cynthia Watros and James Patrick Stewart and Eden as young Carly, those were great. But just like with the Dev-Corbin stuff, this is really ignoring a lot of history that would have been easy to look up. Because Corbin was a fake name that Mike made up, from what I can remember. And so why would you have this family that are all with the fake name, like, that you got later in life? And then you have, like, Carly, Nell being now closer to Carly's age and very confusing. And Bobby, you know, didn't even know. Luke was the only one that knew that she was uh, Bobby's daughter, Luke and Ruby. But they forgot all that. (laughs) Luke and Ruby. Yeah. God, what was better than what was better? Can we just talk about this? Yeah. What was better than scenes with with Luke and Ruby and Bobby? I mean, there was just nothing better. 
Yeah, like there was such a good family dynamic. Oh, and that's one thing I'll right. say is when they've had other actors play different characters, it's great. Just like the flashbacks that sort of brought Chloe Linear when she was Patricia, this other sister of Luke and Bobby's. And those flashbacks where Laura Wright was their mother, those were really fun. Or like these flashbacks with James and Cynthia. And you're like, these are fun. But let's just remember what really happened, though. <laughs> Right, and, and see, I can't deal with when they rewrite stuff no. and they add it. And, you know, it's just, the fans know the history. Yeah. And, um, you know, when they start fussing around with it, you know, um, like they did on one of the shows, they did something recently and people were so, I can't think, I won't be able to think of it right now because I need to, but um, I'll text you later. Okay. Um, but, you know, like when you rewrite the entire history of somebody and they're you know and you're just the fans are like outraged and it's so maddening so you know i just let's stick to what works folks right yeah and to me if it wasn't so easy to look it up like look if it was back in the day when we didn't have the internet and you could literally type in carly benson's history then, okay, you got an excuse. It would be really difficult to go to the library. You don't have that kind of time. I get it. They, they do take a lot. They spend a lot of time. They are full-time writers on this show. Okay, right. I can handle yep. it. But you literally just had to type that into your computer, and you would have found clips on YouTube explaining all of this. Like, you don't okay, even well, have to read. Okay, so this is what, what I was thinking of that I forgot. <laughs> now I remember. Anna Devane oh, and yeah. Peter. Peter. Uh, Everyone no one, hates Peter. No one annoys me more. Okay, you know what? Wes Ram- no offense to Wes Ramsey because he's darling. Yeah. And I love yeah. him on Guiding Light and he's lovely. But my God, this character, they have never known what they're doing with him. They, He's not a villain. He's not a hero. There's just, he's not Anna's son. Like, that pisses me off. It pisses me off how much screen time he's gotten. It pisses me off that they've effed around with Anna's history yeah. and her, and then they, they were going to have it be her sister's kid. And, and I think he got, still is Alex's kid, and but she still feels the guilt because of the memories. That was the one good thing about the memory transfer crap is like, okay, we can at, <laughs> we at least have an out for Peter. All right. Because I, I'm with you. It's like Wes Ramsey is fine. I just think he does better when they make Peter full on villain, but this teetering, it's like, okay, like you, nobody is really on the Peter train in real life sadly but on the show it makes no sense to have so many people just behind him and it's like could we at least have Robert and I don't think Finn is still okay but like there's even making him sort of force this relationship yeah no it's tough and I don't think he and Maxie have any chemistry no that's another thing like they have zero and that's been going on a really long time so That is maddening to me because at what point do you see that it's not working? Do you listen to the fans who tell you it's not working for them and change course? And it bothers me that they have not done that at General Hospital because it's not like, wow, the storytelling is really brilliant and we just have to be patient. It's not brilliant, and it is wishy-washy. And, <laughs> I like that. And it's it, not brilliant. And, you know, no. I'll be, I'll be, no, I'll be bad cop. You be good cop, okay? <laughs> and actually, I, I tend to be, I tend to like to be more positive yeah. than a negative person. But this stuff really, it's galling to me because the fans have been so vocal. You've got social media. 
they're telling you right then and there like what they feel about these things. Now, you can't listen to everybody and you can't make everybody happy all the time. But come on. I mean, there's no one on team. You know, no one's loving this no, combination. There is no positivity surrounding that. And to me, I'm probably the nicest person sometimes about it. And I'm like, look, he really shines when it's full on villain mode. Let him do that. Okay. Let him be full on villain. Make sure he's Alex's kid. Like, let's bring that up and being like, yep, this is totally it, Anna. Now you're free. But see, I don't even think Wes, I, I don't really buy Wes as a villain. You know, I don't, it's, I, I, I don't really buy him as a villain. I really don't. Like he's, to me, he, when he's villainous, it's maybe because I think Wes is probably a real sweetheart. Oh yeah. Guy, and that he seems like through. He seems like, I don't know him, I've never met him, but he seems so lovely and so sweet. And so when he plays villainous, I'm like, oh, come on, (laughs) come on, you know, so I don't know. But I, the whole Maxi, you know, I mean, come on, yeah, come on. Maxie has gotten such good lines lately with Lulu and even talking to Peter when she was like talking about Luke and, you know, Lulu's blindness towards Valentine and all that. This is great. But, like, make him her gay best friend or something. He doesn't, like, they don't have chemistry. Like No, no, no chemistry. Yeah. And I love the, I love romance, you know, the, the relationship between Lulu and um, Peter and... and oh, uh, Maxie. Thank you. Yeah. Because they are such great friends in real life. And yeah. they're adorable on the show together. Yeah, their chemistry is that. so good. Maybe they need to bring Dylan back. Yeah, because Robert Palmer Watkins as Dylan was great. And yeah, no, I never got, understood the why got the they got... Yeah. It's like, okay, he was good, and he would have chemistry with, you know, the relational chemistry with Brooklyn. He had chemistry with Lulu and Maxie. I just don't get it. Yeah, so why not, yeah. you know, bring that character back? I think that would be brilliant, you know? And, and I don't... See, the thing is, as an actor, I don't want anyone to lose a job. And no. I, I, I don't want anyone to be on unemployment because, um, you know, we all need to work. But, you know, like, if something's not working, you have to address it. You just have to. I mean, that's just the way it goes. And put him with somebody else. Test yeah. the chemistry with other characters. Sasha's so tall. <laughs> Maybe he... Sasha and Peter... Maybe they're good together. I could see that. Because Sasha, to me, like, I'm actually surprised at how much I really like Sophia Madsen as Sasha and how much I wish, like, maybe she'd been, like, Lucy's kid or something because she she doesn't get anything to do other than be Michael's girlfriend. And I'm like, she's so pretty and this she's great. So, like, why can't we do something with her? Yeah, no, she's really, uh... She's really lovely. I mean, there's just something so lovely about her, and I think you're right. I mean, she's she just needs a, a something yummy to yeah. to sink her teeth into. And I again, I I think that the idea of the story with you know uh, Willow having to marry Michael that could have been really well done. I just don't think it it kind of fizzled, and then there wasn't a punch. And then, of course, Michael Easton, being the detective he is, yeah. being the John McBain that he is. <laughs> It was like, bull. Duh, you're totally faking this. And I wish he were on the show, frankly, as John McBain. Yeah. Because John McBain would never wear those vests, and Uh, I don't like the vests. I actually like the Finn character and how he's a little quirky. But yeah, like, it is, it it seems like Michael's having fun, so I'll like it. But, like, John McBain would not let a lot of this crap happen. And, you know, what we could have really had if it weren't for those pesky lawsuits at the time. Right. Mm -hmm. 
right? And don't you miss John McBain? And yep. don't you miss, I mean, come on. All right, well, that'll be part two. The characters <laughs> we miss and we'd like to see back. <laughs> yes, because, like, I could talk about John McBain all day long. So could I. <laughs> so could I. He's, like, you know, one of my crushes. I just, I just adore him. I just adore the character. I adore Michael. I never met him, but... Um, yeah, he's delightful. He, he, I've met him at Comic-Con a few times, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, and, and sometimes I don't even want to meet a lot of these people because... I don't I want like to ruin it. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it, and I like the fantasy. I mean, I've been lucky enough with Kin and with Tom Stacy to have met so many of the actors. Um, you know, Kin has invited me to so many events, so I've, I've met so many people through him and through Tom Stacy, but... I, I actually think as a fan, a long-term fan, most of the time it's just better not to meet anybody and just have that um, that memory of them, which is, you know, for the most part, most of my memories with daytime are just delicious, and I just want to leave them that way. Oh, yeah, and that's so funny because, like, growing up, my crushes were Joey Buchanan as Nathan Fillion as Joey Buchanan oh. and then Roger as yeah. Todd. And I've not yeah. met Roger, but I've luckily met Nathan several times. But long before I met him, I, like, tried to go meet him several times, like, at Dallas Comic Con, because I drew and grew up in Texas. And, like, every, always something would happen, so I wouldn't get to meet him. And I'm like, is this because I don't want to ruin the fantasy? But no, nope. then I interviewed him at WonderCon a few years ago for a series of unfortunate events. And yeah. then met him, like, the same year at San Diego, too. And it was like, okay, no. He just, he is that same person you think he is thank god but <laughs> no he's i mean i i've only met him once very briefly and um and we were in a movie together but we never recorded together and so when we were having the premiere of the movie i thought okay this will be my lucky night i'll meet him i'm so excited um and he wasn't there that night <laughs> but he you know you just hear because our worlds you know intersect because of uh his animation work yeah um you know he you just hear the the loveliest things about him that he is just such a good guy and so kind and so generous so i you know i, I hopefully our paths will cross again at some point in the in the vo world but um I, I sometimes i do think you know once in a while you meet an actor and they're like i met lauren bacall and i i can't tell you how much I love her and loved her and meeting her was just a dream and she couldn't have been lovelier but I think for the most part you're better off not meeting oh yeah your, you know I just think having that idea of them is sometimes better than than meeting them I know I feel like I would like Ken Schreiner though I've always wanted to meet him but I would probably just blurt out I wish you were my dad because I always wanted to play Serena Baldwin. <laughs> I'm oh, like, gosh. I would probably say something weird. No, that's not weird. And I no. think he would totally appreciate that sentiment. And, you know, Kin doesn't have children, but Serena, I know for a fact that he feels like a dad to her. He Yeah, Carly Schroeder, he, she's in the army now. That's so yes, cool. Yes, she is. And both, both Kin and Lynn, they have... I yeah. know that they're, I mean, Kin is still very much in touch with her, and the three of them have such a strong bond, and they have such love for each other, and Kin is so close to her family, and, uh, you know, he watched her grow up, and he, she's the closest thing he has to a daughter, and he loves her with all his heart, I know that for a fact. 
So, so you saying anything to do with that would not be putting your foot in your mouth. And you would totally <laughs> appreciate that. And anytime you want to talk to him, you just let me know, and I can certainly arrange that. Oh yeah, because like Ken's one of the ones I've I've never met. Him and Roger, are like I guess my white whale of like daytime actors, because I've I've done a lot of interviewing over the years with people I love, and most everyone is just delightful. Because I, you know, Rebecca Budding just happened to be at a CBS event one time with Greg Rickart because they're like best friends and neighbors, right? And right. like they just he just brought her into my interview with him and Elizabeth Hendrickson, and I'm just like, oh my god! But she was just as delightful as I've always expected. Yeah. You know what? And it's again, like there are just certain people, and Rebecca's one of them. Elizabeth, mm-hmm. like they're just yeah. so adorable. And I met Greg briefly at some event, and briefly, and you know, I, it was so hard not to just hug him so hard because I just <laughs> love him, and I don't know him. Yeah. You know, I, I'm sure they're used to it. Being a um, soap actor, I think you have to be used to fans just wanting to hug you and feel like they know you and have such affection for you. And I think, by and large, I'm sure most soap stars and soap actors are so gracious with that because I think they feel it They feel it also. They know the fans have been there from the beginning and, and feel close to them. Well, it's same thing with the horror, sci-fi, like comic community yes. as well. It's yes. like it's almost like a tight knit group of they they appreciate the fact that we care so much about what they do. And whether you're a fan or you're in the industry as well, I mean, some of us. I mean, Michael Rosenbaum talked about how he had Sylvester Stallone sign some stuff for him, and they're you know both Ravengers and Guardians too. I mean, it's like it's like you're on yeah. equal footing to a degree. But this, you're a fan of this guy, so you get his autograph. Who cares? Like, <laughs> but I always, I always keep that in mind, though, when people reach out to me because of Wonder Woman, because I know what it's like, and I say this to people all the time, I know what it's like to be a fan, and I know what it's like to put something out there, and what does it take for me to respond to somebody or to thank somebody for their sweetness? It takes nothing. It takes a second of my time, and... You know, I know how much it means to me when people, like when Vincent DiRosari wrote back. You know, like, do you know what my 20-year-old self, how I reacted when I saw his tweet back to me? I I mean, (laughs) I can't tell you what it meant to me. I mean, it really, it was, and you know, and then I followed him, and then he followed me back, and it was like, so I get it. I so, so get it, and I, I try to remember that all the time because I know for so many people, the Justice League, it means the world to them. And I get told every day that I was part of somebody's childhood. And I never, ever, ever take that for granted or don't feel like I was privileged to have that. So, you know, I, you want people to be gracious. You hope they will be. and But you can just do what you can do, right? And, yeah. Um, and so I get it. I mean, the whole fan thing, boy, I, I so understand it. I know, and that was why I was so glad to talk to you. I was like, oh, yay, someone else who's a fangirl that even has her own, you know, fan base. It's so fun. Okay, so now you know how much of <laughs> Did I scare you? <laughs> oh, no. Like, I talked to you know, the uh, Patrick Fabian, who's on Better Call Saul, his wife, Mandy. I went to a premiere of a show she created with Jane Lynch called Dropping the Soaps that was about yeah. a soap. Yeah. And me and her just sat there. I'm supposed to be, you know, at red carpet. There's only a few of us because 
you know, it was such a small project, but I'm like, no, I want to go. I'm a big fan of soaps. Let me see what this is about. I love Patrick. And yeah, she, we, me and her just kept talking about like Michael Easton of all people and Port Charles and Dark Shadows. And it's like, what? And I'm like, oh, good. I'm just glad to be around another fan. <laughs> like, and this is one of the things, honestly, that one of the gifts has been podcasts, you know, like yours, yeah. like soap, um, you know, soap podcasts, because you get to hear from the actors and... And, you know, you get to uh, hear people talk about it as intelligently and as passionately as, you know, you feel you are about it. So I thank you for reaching. I cannot tell you how much I was looking forward to this and how much I appreciate you reaching out to me so we could have this conversation. Yeah, thank you so much for agreeing to do it. And I'm glad that you were excited about it because I know some people are not as thrilled with podcasts. I mean, it's honestly, as I say, the good thing about being stuck at home is most people are now like, yes, I want to call in. How long? But I feel like, you know, you're genuine in the fact that you would probably do this even if you had better stuff to do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you kidding? This is the best stuff. This is because I'm a voiceover actor and I don't do on camera podcasts are like my dream I mean uh I love talking to people on podcasts and you know it's it's a thrill for me so thank you thank you thank you thank you I know um I really like podcasts as well because it doesn't mean you have to put on makeup or anything that's why I'm more the podcast but voiceover side it's like you don't have to get ready and now you don't even have to leave your house so again thank you so much where can they keep up the conversation with you on social media if they want to chat about general hospital or any any other or, or guiding light. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm on Twitter at Susan Eisenberg one, and I'm on Instagram, same Susan Eisenberg one. And I have a website. If people want to visit my website, they can go to SusanEisenbergVoice.com. If they, <laughs> I used to have a bunch of appearances at Comic Cons on there. They're they've all been canceled. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's like but, now, what do I do? Because I would always go to those and do press or like other things, like a live podcast and stuff. Yeah. Well, I know that our paths will cross at one of those cons down the road. I mean, because we we're in the same circle. So no, we for sure. They're at one of those cons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hopefully um, by LA Comic Con that they've got this all figured out. I know it hasn't been canceled yet because it's usually in October. Right. No, I mean, that would be amazing. So I guess what we say is stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening and sorry for the delay. There has been so much good news and content coming out about soaps. I wanted to make sure we covered it all as this week has been crazy with press. Next week, I'll have Happy Go Jackie himself Frank Moran on as we discuss where do we go from here as we go dark on General Hospital for the first time in forever. So stay safe and sane and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.